And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to FedReact. So we're going to be talking about the Hells Angels motorcycle gang, man. we got a lot to talk about. Let's get into it. I'm a special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay, guys? HSI. This is what Fed Reacts covers. Defender Jeffrey Williams and Associate Weissel did commit the felony. So here's what 6 9 actually got. Racketeer conspiracy. This attack shifted the whole U.S. government. This guy got arrested. Espionage, okay? Trading secrets with the Russians. John Wayne Gacy, a.k.a. the killer clown, okay? One of the most prolific serial killers of all time. Killed 33 people. Zodiac Killer is a pseudonym of an unidentified serial killer who operated in Northern California. serial killers, guys, they really get off on getting attention from the media. Many years, Jeffrey Epstein sexually exploited and abused dozens of minor girls at his home. It was OJ working together to get Nicole killed. We're going to go over his past, the gang ties, so that this all makes sense. What's up, guys? Welcome to Fed Reacts, man. Today, we're going to be covering the Hells Angels, man. Uh, this is, I think, the first episode we've ever done where we've covered a motorcycle gang. We probably will uh, continue to cover motorcycle gangs for you guys. Um, this is going to be the Hells Angels first, but we'll probably cover the Mongols in the future and the Bandidos. Uh, the Bandidos actually were um, based out of San Antonio, Texas. I think that's where they were created. Uh, and sp spent some time there. They have been requesting the Waco again. Oh, yeah, we'll do that one too. We'll do that one too. But I wanted to do this one first because um, if it, I want you guys to kind of understand how motorcycle gangs work before we go ahead and go into that uh, Waco uh, motorcycle gang shooting. Um, because... Um, this is a whole other kind of crew of uh, organized crime that I think would be very interesting for you guys to learn. The Hells Angels are probably the most famous outlaw motorcycle gang. Mm -hmm. uh, they still exist to this day, chapters all over the world. Um, so, yeah, if you guys have ever seen the show uh, Sons of Anarchy, that does a pretty decent job of uh, representing how motorcycle gangs work. Um, but um, other than that, man, let's see here. We can read some of these uh, chats and then also some announcements. Uh, Rumble.com slash FreshFitGuy, as you guys know, that's where to find us. Also, Rumble.com slash FedReacts. Um, I'm over there on Rumble as well. Uh, brought the FedReacts channel over there. Um, a couple of episodes are over there that are not on YouTube. Um, the Osama Bin Laden um, raid uh, and uh, Abbottabad, um, Pakistan is there. The Columbine shooting. Then the Columbine shooting and the Menendez brothers. Menendez. All those videos are on Rumble, guys. So if you want to get some exclusive FedReacts content that is not on YouTube, check me out over there on Rumble, FedReacts, uh, rumble.com slash FedReacts. Also, check me out on Twitter, guys. Uh, we're <laughs> almost at 50K followers, man. We're at 47, so... <laughs> Excuse me. It's been over a little over a month, and uh, we're almost at 50K. So uh, I was tweeting up a storm yesterday. Uh, yeah, I was going crazy. Uh, I was tweeting... I tweeted, like, maybe fucking like 20 plus times closer maybe 20 30 times uh i just gave a bunch of scenarios that uh what are you tweeting? more than likely would not make your girl a good person how or, dare or you that's it's red flags to look for in females uh and uh and they brought alex jones back man so i got to give that to don demarco as well shout out to elon musk they really brought alex jones back i was fucking shocked i never thought i'd see him back so yeah the conspiracy theory god you know what I mean? He is back over there. The frogs are gay. You know, <laughs> so um, so he's back. Not they just got to bring back Nick Fuentes and we'll be straight, man. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, shout out to X Man. It really is the only like it's uh, X and Rumble Man really are the the last bastions of free speech out here on social media, bro. It's starting to get crazy where they censor you for fucking anything, man, and it's really annoying. So um, yeah. Shout out to, to X Man for letting shit uh, go down. Um, what else? Uh, you guys got anything? Bills, Mo? 
introduce well, them. Yeah, introduce yourselves, god yeah. damn it. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? This is um, Big Mo or Medium Mo, apparently. Or Count Mokula or Vampire Mo or Vampire Demon. <laughs> um, glad to be here with you guys. Um, also, we're going to be reading chats, um, both Rumble Rants and Streamlabs, five and up minimum. So get them in, uh, you know, ask any questions, roast us, roast me, put Elmo. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Or Elmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that too. But other than that, you guys can follow me at Big Mo underscore B-I-T-W. That is B-I-G-M-O underscore B-I-T-W. Don't forget the memo to believe in Big Mo because that is the M-O. What's going on, y'all? You guys can follow me on Instagram at jbills. Uh, shout out to W Blitz in the chat. Appreciate all the love and support. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's have a good subject today. Boom. All right. Uh, so, um, Angie, you have anything you want to tell the people before we get into it? <clears throat> no, we just been like a little bit under the weather um, these yeah. last few weeks. I was sick last week. You got sick earlier this week. Yeah, I'm still sick a little bit, but I'm all right. So you you guys been waiting for this episode to run for a while now. So. Um, we're here, and we're gonna break it down. So hope you guys enjoy it. All right. Do you have anything for them as far as like stuff in the future or anything like that? Um, we probably cover soon like the the cartels though. Uh, we do have a new studio coming up. You guys are gonna be, I mean, you guys are gonna love it. Yeah. Seriously, we love it already. I'm turning one of the rooms into a uh, Fed reaction room. So um, it's in it's in the middle of of being built. I mean. If I really wanted to stream from there, I could, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to make it like you know 100% ready no, to go before we do it. Like yeah, I want it to be yeah. yeah done before we do anything. Yeah. Um, it's looking good though. It looks yeah. good though. It yeah. looks great. It's it not looks bad. Good. So uh, so I was getting there. Um, but yeah, so we got a documentary that we're going to be reacting to, guys. Um, it's an older documentary. Okay, guys. If if you guys really don't like the quality, I won't. You know, maybe we'll stop it and play another one. But it's really good. It's Gangland. It's an older documentary. It's just that I couldn't find it in a higher quality, man, anywhere. Um, because this is because it's a bit older, but it's really good. Um, and it covers um, undercover ATF agent Jay Dobbins uh, infiltrating the Hell's Angels. I think you guys would really enjoy this. Um, so I guess we can go ahead and pull it up. Hopefully, we don't get hit with any type of copyright BS. Um, and see what happens. Uh, matter of fact, hold on. Let me see here. I forgot to put out that, that we're live right now. Um, but yeah, we can we can go ahead and... Uh... Make sure you guys <laughs> like the video, comment, share, subscribe. Hit that like button in the bottom. Yeah, definitely share, guys. If you got friends that like true crime or anything related to um, law enforcement or anything like that, definitely share because that will give us like a lot of coverage for us. Um, especially with this shadow banning and demonetization. Demonet is that yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, and, and so big ups to you guys in the chat, um, big ups to the chat roast, I'm already looking forward to whatever roast and jokes you guys are doing in the chat, you guys are always hilarious, making me laugh, all that good stuff, and, but, yo, hit that like button right there, man, right on the bottom, oh, oh and also, sorry, you go ahead, Mo, also, so, make sure you hit that subscribe button that's under the chat, if you're on Rumble, hit that subscribe button, W Chris from Rumble, big ups to Chris from. Big ups to Chris from Rumble. Oh, God. Uh, yo, thank you for the love. We love you so much. Thank you for the support, and uh, thank you for having our backs. And yeah. yo, so big ups to you. So, hey, so guys, yo, let have fun with us, man. So make just make sure you hit that like button, super um super chat, Rumble rant, 
Roast us in these Wait. rumble rants. I don't, you know, it don't matter. It just don't put Yomo. Some some idiot already put Yomo, but whatever. I don't care. You, I don't care. We gonna read it anyway, bro. We gonna, we Wait, gonna Angie. We gonna stop. We gonna still read it anyway, bro. Angie's wearing the Mr. Grumpy shirt. Wait, what? Oh. What the hell? Angie, can we get a please? Can I just please? noticed that, that. Yeah, that's me. Your mom loved it. Oh, what the hell? She oh. loved it, your mom. Mr. Grumpy. I told you I had it. What the hell? Nice. I'm over here trying to post the IG story. I look over, I'm like, wait, why am I in that shirt? Okay. <laughs> Uh, follow for reaction Instagram guys wow. please <laughs> she got one of my kid pictures on there wow okay. so, yo, this wait, is wait, great oh, yeah what are the kid pictures yeah. yeah you can see me on the side there as a kid I, 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 uh, that's a really bad picture that light hit me hard I was like oh that's my favorite picture oh so what the hell man that's good <laughs> yo I ain't gonna lie yo the, the, yo, the hey, head I'm gonna yo, show you it's yo, you're gonna hey, show you a complete hey 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 the head Headlines, show this. The headline's gonna eat this up, bro. I cannot show this part here, cause. Yo. <laughs> what yo, do you have on bro. your shirt that you gotta cover? I don't even need to bro, know. Uh, I don't a, wanna show what, it. What's a butt naked it or something? Oh, oh, it's me with the with the with a certain hood on. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. Wow. She's so she's covering of course, that. Of what the hell? What the what? hell? She got a picture of my. Oh what? man, come on, Get man. Bro. All right, Andy. Bro, bro, what? <laughs> Gay. Man. When he was fixing this to me. <laughs> Yo. Yo. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to hey, honorary hey. give you another Don DeMarco. Yeah, she made a shirt for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't uh, wearing shit. Guys, but, but, guys, this funny chat. Brian, wear the shirt. No, but, Myron, know. wear the shirt. Myron, wear yo, the shirt. Yo, I, oh, hey, yo, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. The headlines is gonna have a field day with this one. Bro. Nah, come on. The, yo, the you guys are so dramatic. Myron, bro, you can wear it. Bro, the, the, the headlines is gonna have a field day with yo, this one. I made a shirt for Myron. It's really cute. He doesn't want to wear it. <laughs> He doesn't want to wear it. And when I showed the guys, they were laughing for like an hour straight. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> bro, they were because... stop laughing. And I don't understand why it's funny. Like, what, it's what not... do you mean, why is it it's funny? A it's, it's a bunch of pictures of you, and <laughs> yeah. He's not going to wear that. It's like this. He can wear it. Yeah, he can wear it. Bro, he ain't wearing that shit for nothing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you, you got you, you to gotta nah, be out your rabbit ass. Yo, I'm more likely to be called anorexic than Myron wearing that damn shirt in the first goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. He's kind of right, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He ain't wearing Myron. He ain't wearing Myron. that shirt. I'm, po I'm posting a stream to all the all the things. Sorry, guys. I fucking and, didn't get a chance to post and, it. And I want to do one more special shout out. Shout out. Gorilla Mine, yes, yeah. Gorilla Mine. Tiger's blood is gas, bro. Tiger's blood, yo. Derek, more like place, it? more dates. Yo, it's, come to Miami, nice. get in the studio. You're a good girlfriend. Bro, you are a good girl. Can, can, <laughs> bro, yo, Derek, more place, more dates, bro. Get in the studio, bro. Get in the studio, bro. Yo, I gotta shake your hand, bro. So, shout outs, big ups, Gorilla Mine, bro. W Gorilla Mine, W Tiger's blood, Gorilla Mine, bro.
Yeah, and yeah I, I would love the blood one, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it's like, let's stop giving Gorilla Mind to Moat. Like, I'm going to make a, Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to make a, You guys ready to play this uh, documentary? Absolutely. All right, so yeah. guys, today we're covering the House Angels besides uh, Funny Shirts and Gorilla Mind. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll break this down. This is from Gangland. This is an older documentary. Uh, <clears throat> and let's go ahead and uh, play it. Hopefully we don't get stopped. I'll be pausing this, this thing to give you guys commentary throughout the throughout the thing. You get this. Go ahead. Viewer discretion is advised. A riot in a casino. A body found near a desert highway. Drug busts. Weapons. Murder. Mayhem. The world of the Hell's Angels. These guys are literally shooting each other off. Damn, that does suck. Blowing each other yeah, with bombs. I know. Violence is the tool. Damn, nah, that's I mean, trash. This is from. Yeah, I mean. Damn, it looks too, bad. But now that I that, that we play it on the thing, it's two hundred forty. Yeah, it's one forty. Two forty. Yeah. All right, you know what? Let's do the other one. Bills, you got it? Yeah, I got it. The, the interview? Yeah, I got the other one. All right. Looks way cleaner. Yeah. Let me just get the, the proper quality up and stuff. I'm back. <clears throat> My name is Jay Dobbins. I'm a retired undercover federal agent, and I infiltrated the Hells Angels. Pause. Um, he's not talking about, uh, he didn't say what agency he works for, guys. He works for ATF, okay? As you guys know, we've talked about the ATF. Um, give me ones in the chat if y'all want me to explain what the ATF is and what their mission is. Give me ones in the chat. If you guys don't want me to and just continue on, give me twos. I know some of you guys are new reviewers, so you may or may not know. Um, but I just want to make sure I don't sound redundant here. This is typically what we do here on Fed Reacts. It's a people show. So if y'all want me to break it down, I can real quick. Um... <coughs> How's it looking? It's, it's looking like 50 um, 50? Is it 50. the Bureau of Alcohol and Firearms and Tabaco? Yeah. All right, can we pull it up real quick on on, on Wiki yeah, uh, gotcha. Bills? ATF? What the ATF is? Yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> Agency Tabaco. We'll pull it up real fast because most people are saying. Something um, like that. Tabaco, firearms, yes. and alcohol. Yeah, so um, here, here, here it is, guys the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. Tabaco it's ahead. actually supposed to be called the BATF, but it's the ATF. Um, basically, guys, they do. Um, the major function of ATFR is to reduce the risk to public safety caused by illegal firearms trafficking, reduce the risk to public safety caused by criminal possession of firearms, um, criminal organizations and gangs, right, which is where we're covering here with motorcycle gangs, um, <coughs> bombs and explosives, <coughs> uh, uh, fire, etc. They also investigate um, cigarette smuggling. As you guys know, we did a case uh, on Hezbollah. Uh, in the United States, uh, that was in um, AT, that was uh, in North Carolina. I did a whole episode on that. Search it on FedReacts uh, Hezbollah. It was a cigarette smuggling case at first. It ended up turning into a terrorism case. The ATF was working, and then the FBI came in after the fact. Um, it's a very but, interesting case. <coughs> a very interesting case. The Excuse Hezbollah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. So yeah, guys, check out the um, check out uh, FedReacts uh, Hezbollah. But either way, uh, excuse me. Sorry, guys. Um, that is what the ATF does. They're they're the main agency that investigates gun crimes, guys. Okay, and since motorcycle gangs use ga guns and they're you know organized crime, ATF is going to be all over it. This guy Jay Dobbins was an ATF agent. There's not many of them in the country, guys. There's probably maybe maybe fifteen hundred ATF agents all throughout the United States. There's not that many of them. Uh, there's very few. Um, I'm very familiar with ATF because a good friend a friend of mine actually was an ATF agent when I was on the job. Uh, Puerto Rican actually, Ramon was his name. Uh, good Ramon. guy, yeah. Uh, good guy, man. Um, Very Puerto Rican, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, very Puerto Rican. <laughs> if I said his last name, then you'd really be like, "What the fuck? This guy Puerto Rican as hell." Yeah. But um, He's got daddy Yankee. Yeah, good, <laughs> a good dude though. But yeah, um, uh, yeah, he he he. Uh, me and him worked together in Laredo. But anyway, um, <clears throat> let's get back to the documentary. Yeah, I'll get one. This is how crime works. Can you change the... Um, With all the hatred for me else? in that gang and from their supporters, they can take some satisfaction of that they ran right over the top of me. All that battle damage, all those things happened, the failed prosecution, all that blood, sweat, and tears, they ran right over the top of me and kept going. I was just a speed bump. All right, pause. I was part... Okay, guys, so Clubhouse, okay is um, a motorcycle gang's place of uh, operate, place of business, okay? It's basically like home base, okay? It's the HQ. Um, that is where they have the meetings. That is where they um, recruit new members. That is where they do ceremonies uh, for someone that's going to get patched in, which we're going to talk about that here in a second about getting patched in. You guys are going to learn a lot of new phrases and terminology, and this is going to be a more educational version of FedReacts here, with some jokes on the side, of course, because we got Mo and Bill's here. But... Um, <laughs> But this is going to be uh, a bit more educational. But a clubhouse is basically a motorcycle gang's HQ. Whether it's Hell's Angels, Mongols, Benditos, they pretty much all use the same terminology. Yeah. Can we can we read the Wikipedia pages from for for these? For ATF? No, for Hell's Angels and. Uh, yeah, we can real quick. Yeah, we we can go oh, ahead and read it. There is for Hell Angels and J Dobbins too. J Dobbins. Um, okay. J Dobbins is an is was uh, is a former ATF agent that um, he's from Arizona. And before he became an angel, he wanted to be a, a soccer player, a professional soccer player. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that what you want to do? We're try we're gonna try to get him on the show, guys. Um, Angie right now is trying to um, contact, contact him. His, him and his people to get us to get him on, um, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, he's a nice dude. Uh, the Hell's Angels Motorcycle Club is an international outlaw motorcycle uh, club uh, whose members. Man, I need glasses. Sorry, guys. Zoom in for you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. There we go. Okay. Um, the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club is an international outlaw motorcycle club whose members typically ride Harley Davidson motorcycles in the United States and Canada. The Hells Angels are incorporated as the Hells Angels Motorcycle Corporation. Common uh, nicknames for the club are the Ha, the Ha, Red and White, Ham C, and 81, with a membership of over 6,467 chapters in 59 countries. The Ham is the largest outlaw motorcycle club in the world. Many police and international ag intelligence agencies, including the United States Department of Justice, the Criminal Intelligence Service Canada, the Australian Federal Police, and Europol, consider the club an organized crime syndicate. Wow. Okay? And that's where they are. They were formed in uh, March 17, 1948, 75 years ago. Um, another country was formed related right around that time, actually. Uh, but anyway, um, if you guys want more on that, go check me out on Twitter. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So, um, all right, let's get back to it. Of the Hells Angels investigation, which we named Operation Black Biscuit, from 2001 to 2003. I answered to a case agent. We were both Pause. ATF agents. So um, this is very important, okay, guys, because th there tends to be this uh, misconception. Uh, and this is why I want to get Jay on because um, obviously I used to be 
an agent. He used to be an agent. He was with ATF. I was with HSI. I worked very closely with ATF. I know how they work. Um, granted, he was an ATF in a very long time ago. He was doing this investigation in the early 2000s, which, you know, it was <laughs> the Wild West back then. Um, this is before... Uh, this is before... Um, this was way before Operation um, Fast and Furious and ATF getting in all this hot water. They had recovered from Waco at this point, the Waco siege. Um, but so a case agent, guys, that is the person that's running the case. They're the ones that are dealing with the, with the U.S. Attorney's Office. They're the ones making the decision on the case. They're the ones that typically control the informants. They're the ones that are writing the reports, writing the affidavits. It is their case, okay? The case agent, that is their case. And then you have an undercover that pretty much kind of works under you that does that does the uh, UC for that case, okay? And in this case, Jay worked with the case agent, and whenever you're um, you know, an undercover agent, especially in this kind of capacity, you're talking with the case agent like every day. You know what I mean? Because, you know, he's you're going in, you're getting the information, you're feeding it back to the case agent. Um, you know, when you're doing these undercover operations, a lot of times you got a, a an extraction team waiting there, listening to the operation. God forbid something happened, they find out that he's a federal agent, or they um, suspect something's going on, and they try to hurt him. The extraction team's gonna run in there and go get him out, and the case agent's gonna be there. And I and I remember vividly, man. I can't tell you guys how many times when I was on the job, right? And I'd have my undercovers in there, and we you know we'd be buying some guns or be buying some drugs or whatever. Uh, we'd be listening on the recorder, and we're sitting there all tacked out with our vests and our rifles because if something happens, we're going in there to get him. You know what I mean? So we're literally going in there. So you're listening real time on the transmitter what's going down when they're doing these meetings, and if something comes up where it looks like you're an informant or you're, in this case, an undercover agent, right, is uh, who's he's a, just a, ATF agent just like you. He has a gun, he has a badge, et cetera, whatever it is, the same exact shit. Um, you got to go in there and get that guy. You know what I mean? So... Um, so he worked with a case agent that ran the case, and he was the undercover making the shit happen, okay? So I want to make that very clear. Nine out of ten times, guys, the undercover agent is not the case agent. One more time for y'all, okay, guys? Most of the time, when you see an undercover agent, especially an undercover agent like this that's deep in cover, right? Deep in cover in the case. It's They're not the case agent. They might be a co-case agent. They might be... Um, involved, obviously they're involved at a heavy level and they might, uh, they obviously, you know, have uh, a level of control in the case as well because they're the ones that are there on the ground making shit happen and you have to adapt a lot of times to, um, things that are going down, right, and be able to adapt, right, they might be a co-case agent or something, but the, they're never really the case agent, right, uh, and it's, it's frowned upon in law enforcement to be the case agent uh, as when you're the undercover on your own case, does that make sense? It's it's frowned upon generally to 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 be the case agent and you're the undercover. That's frowned upon. So, uh, just a little you know nuanced stuff there that you guys probably wouldn't get anywhere else except for here. Someone being on the job, but um, I like how he's kind of explaining it. Like, yeah, I worked with a case agent. As if someone knows what that is, like the case agent is the guy that runs the case. Uh, let's keep going. <clears throat> My false persona. I went by the name of Jay Davis. The gang members knew me as Jaybird, and I portrayed myself to be a gun runner, um, a debt collector. The Hells Angels don't have to actively recruit members. They want people that bring them value. I had spent some time as an associate of the Hells Angel, so getting to know them, getting to uh, let right, them pause. get familiar with me. As an associate, guys, you do not have full gang privileges, okay? You're not a patched-in member. You can kind of uh, another term for this is called a hang around, okay? Hang around associate, um, the uh, you know apprentice. These are all terms that motorcycle gangs typically use for people that um, you know aren't a member of the gang, but could you know, but 
hang out or as some kind of item, but they're not a full PAPS member, okay? Um, or a prospect is another one um, if you want to go ahead and join the gang. So, um, and obviously, as you guys know, they're the biggest motorcycle gang in the world, so everyone wants to join them. They don't need to go out there and really recruit people like that, all right? Uh, let's keep going. And I was invited to the clubhouse, and the invitation, it, it wasn't so much an invitation as it was an order. Um, they believed that I was doing debt collections and that I was running guns within their territory. So I was told that if I intended to keep doing that business, I had to come to their clubhouse and meet their members and, and basically have them sanction me to continue. I showed up at the Mesa clubhouse and was greeted in the street by four or five Hells Angels. Some had guns, some had baseball bats. In Arizona, you can open carry firearms. And so I had guns that were exposed on me. Some of the members who were uh, basically working as security told me, you can't bring your guns inside our clubhouse. That's not allowed. And I told them, I'm not taking my guns off. Pause. And I don't take them off for anybody. And this is very common, guys, where um, if you're a criminal and you're operating in a bigger organized criminals, uh, if, if you're a crook and you're committing criminal activity, right, but you're committing this criminal activity in another criminal organization's territory, they're typically going to tax you and tell you, yo, you got to pay up. You got to pay dues, you got to pay a quota, whatever the hell it is. And the reason for that is because they're looking at it like, yo, you're committing crimes, we're committing crimes. You can't go to the police and be like, yo, these guys are extorting me, bro, help me out. I can't sell my drugs in peace. They know you're not going to go to the police. So they're able to kind of exploit that and uh, get money from you because they're looking at it like, yo, you're committing crime in our territory, you need to pay up. Um, that's how they look at it. And, and it works because if you're a crook, you're not going to go to the police. You're selling drugs, you're running guns, you're... Um, committing robberies etc yeah um if the gang is big enough they can tell you yo pay up or we're gonna fuck you up or kill you so um so this is not uncommon for them to want uh you know some form of payment from another uh crook operating their territory especially one that's not necessarily a member of their gang so the gang has uh has over six thousand members in 59 countries so yes yeah. That that's what Mary was saying. That is the biggest motorcycle club in the in the in the world. So um, I thought it was like way more though. Nah. Way more people. Because it's hard to get in. You just, you they don't accept. They don't accept most people. That's why they call it, these criminal motorcycle gangs. They call themselves um one percenters. Oh okay. So because I of thought that. you just need like a Harley Davidson. That's it. Like the motorcycle. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Nah. And those are really hard to get already. Nah, he's going to talk about the process of getting in here in a second. Yeah, yeah. So okay. uh, let's go ahead. Let's get in there. <laughs> Including the Hells Angels. You have people that you feel like you need to defend yourself against? So do I. If I allowed them to start dictating everything to me, it was never going to end. And at that point, uh, one of the shot callers from the Hells Angels came out and put his arm over my shoulder and he said, look, I make the rules and you can come in with your guns on. So right off the bat, from that very first critical interaction, like I felt like I was winning. Pause. Um, this happens a lot, guys, where um, when, you're, when you're undercover and you're doing these cases with these crooks, they're going to try to test you at times, and you, got, you can't fold, you can't break, and this is where the undercover agent you know, has got to stay firm and really behave like a criminal would, right? Um, so... You know, you obviously don't want to give away that you're a police officer or whatever else like that. You got like you you got to be willing. You know, um, Donald Trump says the art of the deal is you got to be able to have the ability to walk away. The only people that wait around, we have this famous saying when I was on the job, the only people that wait around are cops. So 
if you're going to wait around or you're going to do everything that they ask or whatever it may be, you know, they're going to start to get suspicious because a real crook will be like, fuck you, I'm not doing that shit. So you need to behave as if you're a real crook and they're trying to test you. Okay, so um, so good on him for saying no. I'm not getting rid of my drugs, my guns. Like nah, like what the fuck, y'all crazy? Like uh, you guys, uh, you guys think I'm just new to this shit? Yeah. So ended up working out, and a guy, you know, was able to read that and be like, okay, you know what, you're cool, it's fine. So that's very, very important. Holding frame as an undercover agent. Uh, let's keep going. The Hell's Angels call themselves a club, the Hell's Angels Motorcycle Club. There's there's charters, and within the charter. The, the, the chapter, the group, uh, there's a president, a vice president, a warlord, which is in charge of weapons and retaliations and defense. When I was associated with the Mesa Hells Angels, which is where I started, their president was Bad Bob Johnston. And he was a very well-respected, right, feared, long- As you guys can see here, there's different positions in the gang. You know, you got your guy that's in charge of, you know, fighting ops, you got your president, you got your treasurer. Um, they're very structured, very well organized. Let's keep going. And the president runs each chapter. Each chapter has its own president, guys. So in this case for Mesa Arizona, he's saying is this guy named Bob Johnson. Let's keep going. Time, Hell's Angel. If I could gain his trust, that his trust would be um, projected to other members and would open doors for me. In the biker gang, you start off very slowly. Uh, the first step is that you're an associate which is you're just someone who's spending some time in the presence of the gang members. Once you build a relationship, the gang will ask you to hang around. Then after you uh, prospect, ultimately, hopefully, you're doing that to become a full patch member. From the date of your prospecting, from when it starts, there's a minimum mandatory of 365 days. And that's, that's to some extent how they insulate themselves because they know that a cop can't keep pace with them and can't keep up with them for that long of time to Plus. be a full patched hell's angel. Yeah. Um and and that's on the low end by the way guys. Uh most <laughs> be honest with y'all it takes longer than a year a lot of the times. Uh it, it takes many years to get patched huh. in. That's why when you see these motorcycle gang guys when they when they have that that that, that vest with you know that has their patch on it hell's angels etc they never take it off. They're, it's also known as their colors. It's a big deal. If uh, to get that thing, and if you touch it, if you disrespect it, like you will get probably beat up or killed significant, uh, you know, significantly beat up or killed, um, because they have to work their ass off to get that patch. So, um, you know, obviously anything you work really hard for, you're gonna respect and admire. So, um, so it t typically takes longer than a year. And also, he's making a good point here. If you're law enforcement, are you gonna be hanging around these guys every single day doing criminal activity? Uh, for a year plus, it's going to be very, very difficult. That's why a lot of people have respect for Jay Dobbins in the law enforcement community because he, uh, I don't know if he actually got patched, and we're going to see right now, but he came pretty damn close. Um, uh, just like, um, who's the other guy that infiltrated the mafia? God damn it. We covered him. We did a whole series on the mafia. Yeah. Uh, Donnie Brasco. Oh, okay. Donnie Brasco. You know, um, he didn't become a made man, but he came goddamn close. He almost yeah. became made. So... Yeah. Um, all right, let's so keep this, going. This was going to be like a long operation then. Yeah. He knew. Well, he said from like 2000 to 2003 he did it. Okay, so. So three year, three year long case of okay. him being undercover. That's wild. <laughs> That's fucking yeah. wild, bro. Yeah. So. Three um, years of his life. Yeah. And, and guys, I'll tell you, man, when you go deep undercover like this, it fucks you up. It, it fucks you up as an undercover agent. You gotta agent. become a criminal. You become a criminal. Yeah, you become a criminal. 
Um, a lot of them forget sometimes that they're that they're an agent. Um, you know, after you do a long undercover um, stint like that, you probably got to take a few months off. Uh, you know, you got to go. The, the, you'll typically do a psych evaluation. Yeah. Um, it's very very difficult, man. So of course, yeah. All right, let's keep going. It is everything to those members. The patches that they wear and the formatting of their vests, which are also called cuts, is very important in this hierarchy. I was a hang around for the Skull Valley, Arizona Charter of the Hells Angels. So I had a black cut that had nothing but Skull Valley on the front. When you become a prospect, you get your bottom rocker, the bottom curved patch. So when I was prospecting, I got an Arizona bottom rocker. When you become a member, then you get your top rocker, the designator Hells Angels or whatever the gang is, and your center patch, which the Hells Angels is the death head. To get full membership, you have to be voted on by the members of your charter, and you have to receive a 100% vote. If one member of that charter votes against you, your prospecting phase continues. There's another rule in the, in the, in the land of prospects is that it takes as long as it takes. Territory is very important to the biker gangs. The territory you control influences how much money you can make within that territory. They're constantly trying to acquire territories of competitive gangs. The rivalry that I became most aware of or closest to was the Hells Angels rivalry with the Mongols motorcycle gang. The Mongols were a California-based biker gang. I was at the 2002 Laughlin right, River pause. Run, which it, like, was... We'll probably cover the Mongols in the future, guys. Another huge gang um, out of California. They also have a huge presence in Nevada. Um, yeah, these guys have been beefing and killing each other for years. Uh, when, when it comes to motorcycle gangs, there's definitely beefs as well. Very violent. Um, but we'll probably cover the Mongols as well. Um, and I think that shootout, who was it? Was it between Hells Angels and Mongols? The, the Waco shootout? I don't know why. I'm okay. All right. Let's keep going. The Waco shootout. I think, I th- I I think it might have been between Mongols and Hells Angels. We'll keep going. A, a major, major biker run in Laughlin, Nevada. The Mongols' home base was Harrah's Casino, which was a short drive up the main Laughlin Drag, Casino Drive, to where the Hells Angels' home base was, which was the Flamingo Hotel. Um, some Hells Angels went down to Harrah's and started poking the tiger and got surrounded, and it was on. And it was every man for himself. I stepped outside of the Flamingo, and police cruisers and police motorcycles and cars and police helicopters were all they screaming down Casino Drive. And I was with another agent, and I turned to him and I said, well, I guess we know where the Hells Angels went because the police response was massive. The Harrah's Casino Riot. This is the Morongo Casino Riot. Okay. The no, Twin Peaks shooting in Texas. Those biker clashes are taking place all the time. We typically don't see it or hear about it until it takes place in a public venue where civilians, where just common man citizens are involved in it. There were fights that I was present for, that I knew the rules. I didn't want to blow my cover, but at the same time, I didn't want to watch someone, some innocent civilian get beat down. I would find the target of the, of the beating and throw some legitimate punches on them. Like, like I wasn't faking throwing good, hard, solid punches on the victim of, of this rat packing. But in essence, what I was doing Pause. was protecting that victim's head. I wasn't... Yo. <laughs> the fact that he was actually... Dude, this thing was out. 
I know for a fact he had to fill out some paperwork for that one. Probably got a couple of internal affairs investigations put on him for that shit, man. <laughs> Yo! Yo, what the fuck, man? He's over here beating people's asses and shit like that. Like, he was really undercover for real, man. Like, bro. What? Okay. You, you can never get it. Just so y'all know. You would never be able to do that shit today. Like, yo, yo that, what the what fuck, gonna, man? Like, can he get prosecuted? Like, you that- won't get prosecuted, but like, you know, like, let's say he got it. Okay. Let's say he got arrested or some shit like that mm-hmm. by, by the local police. That's where, you know, you got to kind of come in and be like, all right, man, he's working undercover, blah, blah, blah. And you would have to do something. But at the same time, you kind of have to let the case rock. So that, like, the, the, because if they try to follow it, whatever, they don't think, they don't, they don't think that it's, it's bullshit. So it's got to be real. So the fact that he was beating up him. <laughs> I don't, I don't even think that he could tell the police because what if this. No, 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 no. If he got arrested, no, you, he probably would stand to cover until, um, yeah. and let, let ATF just do it for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they, uh, they can spoil the operation. Yeah, you don't, yeah, they could, that could spoil the operation. Because mm-hmm. normally when you have something like that, well, okay, so this is actually really, we're really getting in the weeds here. But you know what? Yo, welcome to Fred React, where no one can give you all this inside information. So let's yeah. say you're working undercover, right? Let's go. Okay, let's say you're working undercover, and you get arrested, right? The best thing to do is just kind of just eat it, get arrested, don't say shit. Your management, right? Obviously, uh, you know, you're, you're, they just are going to know that you got they picked got, up. They got to make you out. Yeah, they're going to, what they're going to do, what they're going to probably ha- need to do is... You don't want to notify the arresting officer or these guys at the lower levels, right? Unless you can do it without getting caught. If you could do it where the other criminals aren't there, then that's different. Then cool. Then you can say, hey, man, I'm on the fucking job. Okay, cool. But if you're getting arrested and there's other hell's angels there and shit, obviously you can't say nothing. So you're just going to shut the fuck up, right? And let your manager do it. So what you're going to do is typically the SAC, the special agent in charge, would make a phone call to that police chief, like the top guy at that agency. Yeah. Hey. FYI, there was an arrest made on an individual, etc. That's one of our guys. Oh, okay. And then you would start the you you'd figure out some kind of process of how you're going to get him out um, without arousing suspicion, and that's going to depend on what's going on, the factors, how many people saw him get arrested, mm. is he in lockup with the other members, would it look weird if he got his charges dismissed but everyone else still has their charges. So it really depends on how, what what happens, assuming he had gotten arrested for beating on people but, during this situation. Luckily he didn't, but if he did, I could see that could be a can of worms coming down mm-hmm. the road later. But what happens if, if the gang members have somebody inside, like an insider or somebody paid out, or they have the police paid out? What do you mean? Like the mafia. They have all these oh, things. oh, well, see, that's why you talk to the highest ranks of the, the law enforcement, that law enforcement agency, typically. Uh-huh. That's why you would talk, uh, you would talk, or if you feel like the police department is corrupt, you're going to talk to the prosecutorial office. Oh, okay. You're going to talk to the DA. So there's a whole procedure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Those arresting yeah. officers not getting in trouble, are they? Nah, nah. Nah, because they don't know. They don't yeah, know. Exactly. They're, they're just doing their job. So, uh, so yeah, but yeah, that's hilarious that, um, this dude was out here punching niggas, man. Yo, I know he had to do paperwork for that shit, though. I'll tell you all that. I know for a fact he had to probably bang himself into internal affairs. Hey, just so you know, I was undercover. I beat some niggas up. <laughs> punch! <laughs> like, bro, I already know he had to fill out a bunch of fucking paperwork, man. God damn. All right, let's keep going. Oh, man. going to kill anybody punching him in the head, but they would have gotten killed if they take a steel-toed boot in the forehead. I got a call from... A Skull Valley Charter Officer. 
get to the clubhouse right now and bring all your hardware, which meant bring your guns. I was told the banditos are coming to Las Vegas. Las Vegas is our right, territory. And they banditos guys are another motorcycle gang based out of San Antonio, Texas. I'm very familiar with them as well. I remember I had a, a couple of banditos that I was investigating when I was in Laredo, Texas. Um, That's yeah. the one from Waco. Uh, okay, that's the ones I got on the yeah, fight. Waco, they yeah. Cossacks. They're huge in Texas. I think their headquarters is San Antonio, Texas. Um, a lot of Mexicans in there. Of course. Uh, a lot of, uh, there's a good amount of white people too. Uh, I think bandidos are a bit more open with bringing in colored people than other motorcycle gangs. I don't think Hells Angels allows blacks in. Uh, they, or they, they might have changed it. Um, oh. But uh, but banditos I think are more okay with that. Actually, the second largest largest motorcycle club in is the banditos world after Hell Angels. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. surprised. Banditos are the second biggest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's in San Leon, Texas. San Leon is where San it was Leon. discovered. Yeah. Uh, that's is, where it was formed. Oh, where it was formed. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think San Antonio is the headquarters, though. Okay. Well, well. Um, or at least it w no, Houston is the headquarters. Okay, Houston, Texas. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's um, let's keep going. We have not requested a hall pass. We expect you to shoot them before they get the kickstands down on their motorcycle. And here's the kicker. We're going to be watching you from a distance. If you don't shoot them, we are going to shoot you. I was able to get in touch with the case agent, Joe, Joe Slatella, and, and, and tell him what my orders were. Joe Slatella found this pack of banditos, pulled them to the side of the road, and stopped them. So I showed up at the target location with the Hells Angels watching me, but the banditos never showed up. In the eyes of the Hells Angels, all they knew is we sent Jaybird to Las Vegas to kill banditos, and dang it, he was there ready to handle his business. Pause. So that's really smart that he contacted the case agent, and they basically stopped those banditos from arriving on location because that would have put the case agent, the, the undercover agent, in a very bad spot. Because yeah. obviously he's not going to kill them, but that would make him. Uh, is not a um, is not being real. But wouldn't he make it suspicious? Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah. No, no, no. But wouldn't he make it suspicious for 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 them to do that? Because like, no, because it it's just it's, they never showed up. Yeah, but remember the, the the Hell's Angels don't know why they didn't show up. They just know that the Banditos didn't show up. But Jay was there. Oh, that's all that matters. Okay, okay, okay. So they were supposed to be there. They got information. You no, know, these dudes are gonna be there. They send Jay, aka Jay Dobbins, Jay Bird. Hey, motherfucker, you got guns. You're a gun runner. You got weapons. You go handle this for us. You go kill these guys, okay? Um, so he shows up. He can't say no. It's like, all right, yeah. So he shows up at the location, but he tells the case agent, yo, get these fucking guys stopped on a traffic stop or some shit because they're about to pull up here, and I don't want to see them because if they do, they're watching me to make sure that I kill these guys, and if I don't do it, it's going to be a problem. Right. So, okay, yeah. So he was able to – um, they probably swarmed those fucking banditos so goddamn fast it wasn't even funny. <laughs> they just found any bullshit charge. Hey! Marijuana possession. You're all going down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Put them in jail for the night. You know what I mean? They, they, they just need to get them off the road at that point. So they're going to do whatever. Because when you're dealing, and just so you guys know, when you're dealing with criminals like this, motorcycle gang members, um, you know, uh, regular gang members, whatever the fuck it is, like these dudes always have warrants out. These guys always have like drugs on them. Like you'll be able to put something together. Maybe <laughs> nigga didn't pay child support. Like uh, he got, uh, he didn't show up for court summons or some shit. Like these dudes always have something, man. So I, I guarantee you when they stopped them all and ran all their names and shit, they were able to find something to put them in jail for the night. Just even if it's just for a day or bring them back to the station or whatever. The whole goal was to keep them from getting killed. Right, unbeknownst to the banditos, of course. So this this is shit that happens. We call it a controlled traffic stop. 
Um, I've done it before. Or a wall-off T-stop. I've, I've done that plenty of times. Uh, like, let's say you know a car has drugs or whatever. You're going to have the locals go ahead and make a traffic stop on that thing and make it look like it's a regular traffic stop. So let's keep going. Yo, I hope y'all like, yo, like the video, man. Tell, yo, give me one to the chat if you guys are learning a bunch right now. I know I'm pausing the video often, but I really want to give you all this sauce, right? This is a new, uh, completely different, uh, a completely new and different episode as far as like uh, criminal organization goes. We're covering something we never covered before, motorcycle gang. So I got to kind of have to stop the thing every now and then and explain shit for y'all. So give me ones if y'all are enjoying this, you guys are learning. No, give so me twos if no, some stuff doesn't make sense. If something doesn't make sense, please give me a two and then tell me why it doesn't make sense. Okay. Don't just put two, motherfucker. <laughs> put two and why. Okay? They're going to give funny reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so. And follow Fed Reacts on Rumble, too. Yes. Like on Rumble. Yes, guys. guys we got uh, almost 3,000 y'all in here. So um, uh, between Rumble and, and uh, YouTube. Shout out to Bills, by the way, for fucking... <laughs> Putting the numbers there on the top. Yeah, Bill's always in the back over there experimenting. He was actually experimenting with uh, some camera cuts and shit like that too. So um, someone said two because I'm a woman. Two why black biscuit? I don't know why black biscuit. I honestly don't know why black biscuit was the name of the operation. Black oh, biscuit black is crazy. biscuit? Oh, I don't know either. Hmm. Uh, someone said two just because. Two because I'm black. All right, man. Let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm, I'm in a washroom right now. <laughs> I allowed the Hells Angels to see me in criminal situations <laughs> in order to hopefully avoid some of those uh, mud checks that I knew were coming. In, in biker land, a mud check is a test to see if you're going to your pants when you're confronted with a, a treacherous situation. So they would accurately see me in a narcotics transaction. I would either receive or give narcotics and either receive or give money in exchange all while being witnessed by a Hells Angels like enforcer, bodyguard. What they didn't realize is that the person that I was in the transaction with was another law enforcement officer who was playing the role of a drug dealer. The local police departments, the local officers, they weren't in on the scheme. I got stopped by the cops all the time. I got beaten up by the cops. I was never as good there of a motorcycle go. rider as the Hells Angels were. They could perform tricks, do all kinds of crazy stunts that I couldn't do. And riding in a pack of Hells Angels it takes an enormous amount of focus. You have to trust the person riding next to you because they're so close. Like one person makes a mistake in that conga line of motorcycles and everybody's going down. I was told when you meet a Hells Angel and you got your sunglasses on, you better lift your sunglasses up and look that person in the eye. That member wants to see your eyes. I was told if I had riding gloves on, you better take your riding glove off when you shake hands with a Hells Angel. Never touch a Hells Angels patch. Never slap them on the back. I made those mistakes and, and was reprimanded for it, was smacked for it on occasion. With regards to women, there's a hierarchy that takes place within the gang. There's old ladies who are the wives or girlfriends of members, and they're off limits. You better not get caught trying to mess around with a member's wife or girlfriend because there's a violent price to pay. But there's also women who they move from member to member to member. Members can, can leave the gang um, of their own free will in good standing. Like, in essence, they can retire. And when they retire, they're considered out good. They still have to relinquish all their Hells Angels property. But if you're out bad, they will come and take back their cut, their vest. They will take back your motorcycle. That's their property in their eyes. And they'll take back that tattoo. 
I was a part and a, uh, a piece of the process of those reclamations of Hells Angels property. Like basically almost like the police doing a search warrant, breaking into a guy's house and taking every single thing that said or looked like it belonged to the Hells Angels. The Hells Angels operate independently in their charters as far as how they make money and how they conduct their business. So there's charters that run a fairly clean business and that aren't involved in a lot of crime. There's others that are involved in narcotics trafficking, gun running, extortions, <laughs> uh, protection rackets. There's no uh, payday or no salary to be drawn by being a member of the Hells Angels. There's no big universal bank account that issues paychecks. There was uh, Hells Angels members that I ran across that were selling street drugs and, and putting those profits in their pocket and keeping at least the bulk of that profit for themselves. And then they also, they have legitimate businesses that they can push money through. Just the swag and paraphernalia Pause. of the Hells Angels is a multi-million dollar. So they, they, they do a lot of, um, they have like toy drives and shit like that, so these guys. Um, you know, and they do that a lot of times as a front to cover the illicit activity that they're involved in. Um, but, you know, they, a lot of them do have legitimate businesses or make money legitimately, but others obviously don't and do other things. So... Um, you know, they're big, they're big enterprise guys. They're a very big enterprise and they know that the police are always on them. So they're doing their best to always put out a public image of them not being involved in criminal activity. So yeah, let's keep going. Is it a possibility that, 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 um, some of those businesses are also funding the Hells Angels? For sure. For sure. And they got to pay their dues. So that also goes to the, straight to the club. Is it like protection fee or whatever? You know, uh, they, 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 sometimes they'll charge people to, to do protection. So, dollar business. The Hells Angels hold toy runs, and they conduct oh, blood see, drives, damn. and they do community service, and th like that—that that shouldn't be taken away from them. They make positive contributions to society with those things. Hells Angels parties could, could be as spontaneous as the drop of a hat. You could be at the clubhouse, and the next thing you know, music's blaring, and guests are arriving, and women are coming in, and the booze is flowing. They could be inside, outside. They happened at parks, campsites. There's a, a myth that every Hell's Angel is a drug addict. There was Hell's Angels that were fitness freaks that took care of themselves. They ate well. They got their rest. They didn't drink. They didn't smoke. So to, to decline those things <laughs> wasn't necessarily a false alarm, a red flag against you. I have uh, a tattoo of St. Michael on my arm. And St. Michael is the patron saint of law enforcement. It signifies good triumphing over evil. There was times when I got pressed where I would show my St. Michael tattoo and say, do you understand what this is? I got this when I graduated from rehab. The reason why I'm here, the reason why you are interacting with me is because I'm sober, because I have money in my pocket. All those things that are attractive to you. Pause. Um. So uh, th this is also very important, right? So when you're an undercover, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to memorize certain lines, phrases, routines, etc. If you have something that might be asked about, something that might be questionable. In his case, see, you already had something. He had something memorized about that tattoo, which is typically a tattoo that people might associate with law enforcement. So um, he already had something ready to go. Hey, I was you know a former drug addict. I'm sober, etc. So, um, and it's very important to have this stuff rehearsed, right? Every undercover typically has a whole backstory um, that they can lean on. And a lot of times you go pretty far back. Like, 
you know, let's say, oh, yeah, no, I was arrested for X, Y, Z. I've done this. I've done that. You can go ahead and, like, create a criminal history for that persona, for that guy. So if, you know, the crooks were able to do a, a background check on the guy, they would say, see, oh, shit, he actually was arrested for X, Y, Z like he claimed. So right, let's get back to it. Like an alibi checking out. Yep, exactly. Yep. As the infiltration investigation that I was working on started winding down, uh, we had two years under our belts, um, lots of money, like well over a million dollars invested in this investigation. And I still had not received membership. I still hadn't gotten my full patch. I was a prospect. To be quite honest, selfishly, I was trying to accelerate the process. So I went back to one of those very early statements that was made to me. What happens if I cross paths with a Mongol? I was told, it's your responsibility to kill him. So I went to the Skull Valley Hells Angels leadership, and I told them, I've got a line on a Mongol in Mexico. We've, we found this Mongol. Um, I dug a shallow grave in the desert, took some Polaroid pictures oh, of the crazy. murder. What they didn't know is that it was the ultimate scam. The murdered Mongol was a member of our task force that we had dressed up, concealed his face in the pictures, and then we'd used blood and guts from the butcher shop to create a murder scene, a oh, crime scene. Shit. They made me a member there of the Skull Valley Charter, gave me a, a cut to wear. Now, oh, so you got fact, patched in. They have denied a couple things. They denied that they believed it. Okay, I understand that. They denied that I ever became a member. Um, both sides of that explanation are actually true. I was made a member of the Skull Valley Charter. I was given a, a cut and told that I was a, a Hell's Angel and I was a member of Skull Valley. But I was also told because I was within the one-year prospect probation period that an international vote would have to be taken to accelerate my membership, which never took place. Our uh. case ended before the Hells Angels took that vote. So, so they're correct in that too. I've never tried to hedge that. I've never tried to dance around that or deny that. All right. Pause real quick. All right. Let, uh, let's read some of these chats, by the way. Um, let's see. We got here. Zion goes, uh, hey, Myron, we should check out the reign of terror, a.k.a. the Assange mur the Osage. Osage, Osage mur uh, murders. murders. Let me put my glasses on, man. I'm sorry, guys. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, let's see here. Uh, hey, Martin, just check out the Reign of Terror, a.k.a. Asajj Murders. Very chilling story, to say the least. Okay. Um, Angie, can you write that down? Yeah, I wrote uh, it. King Darula, did the FBI interview GS7 for tech? My connection was cutting, was not very good, and missed a couple questions. There were 13, wore a business suit, so that was fine. How do they go on Hi. judging? When can I expect a TJO? Um, terminal job offer. Um, did the FBI... Did Okay, for tech, my connection was cutting, was not very good. Missed a couple questions. There were 13. Um, we'll see, man. We'll see what happens. You should get an email just to be patient. Uh, what else do we got here? Yo, Myron, uh, we need a story time with Myron episode. Just anecdotes from your time in HSI. I love the content. Keep it up, fellas. W Bills, W Elmo. Okay. A lot of people have been asking for that. Yeah, I will. Uh, <laughs> yo, Myron, real talk, no BS. Where did you get your hair done? I'm looking to get my bald ass treatment. And how much was it? So serious. No banter. Uh, it cost me 10k. I did it for Lauderdale. Uh, fuck, I forget the name of the goddamn 10K place. Is not yeah, yeah, it cost me 10k. Um, but I did the, uh, I did the, um, the transplant where um, they cut a piece. Yeah, they cut a piece of the top of your head. So, um, damn, the, hey, we looking good. You can never, you can even see it. That's yeah, you can't crazy. see the scar right now. But I got a scar, guys, going like 
right the back of my head here. Yeah. It's literally a wave right now. Yeah, but you guys it's can't see it. It's literally a wave. It's one of the waves now, but... Um, <laughs> the scar is a wave. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. I got that hair back. Well, I'm getting seasick up in this bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, guys, Um, what was I going to say? Uh, but yeah, I got the scar in the in the back here. If you can, bro, try not to do it like that, man. Like, I mean, I, I like for me, it's because my I guess my hair loss was so pronounced that I had to do it that way. But I would suggest to you guys, if you can, try to get it where they do it the other way, where they just like pl- put the hairs in um, from other from like your beard and shit like that. They could do that too, versus mm-hmm. like do, doing a whole strip cut. So or just go to Turkey. <laughs> yeah, the, well, they do that a lot in Turkey. But the How thing is, the thing is in Turkey, bro, it's not that much cheaper for like what you're um, for what you know what I mean for like what you're getting. So. Uh, Right. They're putting waves in the chat. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> let's see here. Uh, awesome kid goes, or yeah, I think Wilson. Yeah, awesome kid. Okay, awesome, awesome kid goes. On uh, twenty-two union labor or making forty-five an hour, ninety on OT. Saved up fifteen k first year. Got mom and I out of shelter. Did good, but relationship that knocked me on my purpose. Thought knocked me. Uh, I think it means off my purpose. Alone and broke, now defeated. How long do you think before I can get my property? Feel like giving up. Uh, sorry to ask. Yo, dude, just get back to where you were, man. Like, I mean, yeah, you got set back a little bit by some thought, but that's fine. Like, just th- here's the thing, man. It's not about falling down. It's about getting up when you fall down. So just get right back on it, dude. You've been able to make the money before. You obviously um, can do it again. 22. If you've done it before, you can do it again, my friend. At 22 is so And young, 22 bro. as well, so, so you're young, time, bro. bro. So much time. Um... People have been on the show before, won't be naming him or giving him clout, coming out of nowhere, talking smack and hating y'all, do really good, we're not giving them any attention, keep that up, they don't deserve the energy, fuck snakes, bro. I don't even know who he's talking about. Good. <laughs> I don't even know who he's talking about. Uh, okay. Um, Martin, what is your reasoning behind owning real estate in Connecticut? I know your fam is there, but it, it is a blue state and it is not a uh, not a hot area. No, it is. Um, the area that I buy, guys, I buy in South, Southern Connecticut. Um, it's pretty popular over there because a lot of the New Yorkers are going into Southern Connecticut to get out of the city. Um, and then also, like I said, my folks are there to help take care of the stuff. So yeah, again, pretty good, good pretty good deals there. Pretty good cash flow. Shout out to my it. guys in the show. The, yeah. But yeah, the negative is, is that, yeah, um, Connecticut is a blue state, so it is a bit lamer when it comes to dealing with, um, with tenants, but it's not, it's not as bad as other places. It's not like Detroit, you know what I mean? Where they can just like literally just squat on your shin. You can't do nothing like Michigan. Um, WJ Wall Street and Myron always bringing value. I keep learning. Uh, let's fun go. Shout out to you, man. Uh, I had to. I, I guess. Um, my bad for farting on that stream. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not sorry for that, bro. That's that's like a regular thing, bro. Uh, it is. Like, I just didn't think y'all would hear. I was like, God damn. Myron actually farts. Myron actually farts all the time during the lives, bro. Y'all just don't be knowing it, especially Dave shows, bro. And then I'm the closest, so I'm like the first to smell. I'm like, damn. It be, it be knock you off. The fact that Myron, uh, Myron does his little I lean. I be farting on Angie on purpose, My, though. Myron does, get all the time My, to me. Myron does his little purpose. lean with it, too. But he I'm be like, like, yo, Angie, come here. <laughs> Angie, yo, come here. And then just like. It's horrible. That's Myron, what I had to deal with all the Myron, time. Myron does a little lean with it. Yo, yeah. Whenever I'm like, whenever I want to laugh, like I take a, like a good laugh, I just go to that to that clip, um, on, I don't know if it's on Reddit, from Sneeko's house when, when he's kicking out fresh and you fought it and he thought it was fresh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he thought it was fresh. 
dying in your back. I was just sitting there like, hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. It I, was Murray. Yeah. It was super loud. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. It was super loud. You know? <laughs> I, I that's why I be I be violating Myron's bathroom for like revenge on God yeah. you know, on my soul. Bro. Yeah, you do. Facts. All, all three of all three of the bathrooms already oh, were already victims, bro. All three of the bathrooms were already victims, bro. Dude, I'm the one who cleaned those bathrooms. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> w woman cleaning. <laughs> uh, all right. Where where are we at here? Uh, Josh Cassidy goes. Don't let Catholics or Eastern Orthodox Christians into their group? No, do they? Oh, do they? Uh, I don't know, dude. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, hey, man, what is that men's hygiene stream? Also, what's the best deodorant for an athlete? Um, bro, I just use Old Spice, man. I mean, <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I, I never sweat that bad, you know? Um, but, yeah. Bond. Um, but you you might need to get, if you got a really bad sweating problem, maybe you might need, um, what's it called? Uh Teeth. Clinical? Uh, yeah, yeah, clinical? Uh, yeah, like uh, um, subscription type deodorant, nigga, <laughs> medicated. Uh, medicated. Yeah, I, I I use Bond, the the little green, the green thing with the ball. Yo, that thing be lasting me a long time, and especially for someone who looks like me. Bro, how many times you got to use that shit though, man? You probably, I, you, I use it. You use the whole stick, like goddamn. I, 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 like, <laughs> I use it once. I actually use it once on God, bro. Most covering square miles with that shit. That was funny. All right. All right, let's get back to it. Square miles. <laughs> uh, the brawl between the Hells Angels and the Mongols during the Laughlin uh, River Run at the Haras Casino is crazy AF. Dudes were shooting, stabbing, and literally hitting each other with hammers. Yeah, I know, bro. It's going crazy, bro. Uh, hey guys, love the work. I'm a 23 year old inner city EMT clearing 85k a year. No college degree. W Martin, W Angie, W Medium Mode, W Bills. You should cover the tri uh, Tributarios next. No Eomodo. Okay. Uh, Doco. Uh, Trinitarios. I was gonna say, are you sure it's not okay? Dominican organized crime. My love for Mo is clear that Dominicans and Haitians can coexist. W Peace on our island. No. Yes, Eomodo. sir. W, w Facts. Uh, Myron, yes. how do you feel about X Pac returning la next week? Are you sharing the news with Chris? Oh, he's returning next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Well, CM Punk just came back. That shit I mean, was crazy. I mean, I mean, it's not like a real return. It's, you know, he's he's always been um, close friends with Triple H to this day. He's oh, close okay. friends with Triple H, Kevin Nash. Um, this is not like a new thing. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, well, What's it called? Uh, I was going to say um, CM Punk came back. That shit went yeah. crazy. Yo, that's the biggest pop, I think, of WWE history. I would agree. You would agree, right? That's, WWE that's, history, that's, that's biggest what pop? I, that's what I would have said. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of people um, argued Legion of Doom, but um, still, CM Punk, that was like the wildest and, thing. And it was in his hometown. Yeah. It was in Chicago. Um, the, I think the only other comparis comparison was um, the Daniel Bryan when he won in WrestleMania against <laughs> Matisse and Randy bro. Orton. He hey, it, it, it was huge. Whack wrestle. Where's it he at now, though? AEW, which is, which is a great, excellent product, by the way. Okay. He's one of the top wrestlers. Still, Daniel Bryan is still one of, well, Bryan Danielson. No one is still one of the top talents in the world today. Mm, he whack, so. man. He whack. <laughs> uh, We're going to see the sun again. I bought why women deserve less as a gift to the simp in my family. I'm trying to see the house burn this Christmas. Shout out to you, oh, bro. Oh, 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 uh, talking about that, guys, there is a bunch of like 
fake books. Like I don't know how you call it. Like play, yeah, uh, plagios. Oh, plagiarism. Yeah, fa Plagi fake books. Fake books. Yeah, fake books on Amazon. Uh, pretending to be Myron. There is people uh, making fun of him and like uh, making fake reviews and stuff. So TikTok. Yeah. So they can like outrage you on on Amazon, which is insane. The amount of haters. Yeah. <laughs> that Angie crazy. was shocked, and I was like, yeah, Angie, they've been doing this shit for like a year. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah, she's no. more mad at me. Than, she's more mad than me at these people. Like, look at this bitch talking shit on the book, or look at this loser over here. Like, um, yeah. welcome yeah. to the club. <laughs> yeah. And there is a, even like a, a Spanish version, also fake too, made with AI. Don't buy that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. We actually do have a Spanish version. I got to release it. Um, yes. Angie actually wrote it for y'all. Uh, yes. So, um, yeah, I, I will um, get that out for you guys. Me and Mo just got to figure out. Well, well, me and Mo will coordinate. But we do have uh, Why Women Deserve Less in Spanish, uh, translated by Angie. So, yeah, um, yeah bro, people people trying to steal the shit. Don't buy these AI is fake books, guys. Like, it's a scam. Yeah, it's something like Simp, like, made a book saying, like, why women why deserve do, more or some shit like that. I said, why do women deserve less? Yeah, some dumb shit like that. It went on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, and got like a bunch of bots to like it and stuff. People are losers, bro. Uh, haters gonna hate. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, 60 minute man. Mo put the twerking gorilla gif. Hey, yo. What the fuck? Ow. Uh, Myron Gain. Can we get DJ Envy? And why did that <laughs> simp, Hunchback Neon, didn't pick up an SMH? By the way, that one British hater fell off hard. Thank God y'all didn't entertain him. Same with the Belmar guy. Glad mm. y'all didn't have him on. Mm. I, I, hold on. Get, I, give me a My second. Face. Give me a second. I, you'll see. Hold on. Take the camera off. Take the camera off you? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, okay. 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 And then the other guy? What are they talking about? What happened? I didn't say nothing about him. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm lost too, but All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, hey, man. When is the... Oh, no. Uh, Myron, you should start charging the girls that come on the panel so they can repay you for their, that hair transplant. <laughs> uh, LMAO happened because of them anyways, and that's from Owlboy. Shout out to you, bro. I should start charging it's some of these It's still falling off as we speak. Yeah. Gnome Billy goes, uh, don't come to Washington. A new bill passed in the city of Tacoma, soon to spread statewide. Uh, just that the bill is nine months out of the year. Landlords cannot evict tenants. God damn. Landlords have to help tenants move if evicted. Uh, rent late fees cannot ex pass seventy five dollars. Fuck that. What? That's trash, bro. That's tragic. That's oh, trash. Okay. Yeah, they're like, I ain't buying property in Washington State. Fuck Washington State, man. All right, let's go back to the documentary, guys. Do me a favor, by the way. How many likes we got? We got fifteen hundred y'all watching on YouTube and about thirteen hundred y'all on Rumble. Seven hundred eight. Seven hundred eight. Yo, guys, let's get a thousand likes, man. Come on, let's get fifteen hundred likes. There's only a hundred and thirty on Rumble. <clears throat> so, oh, three hundred and thirty one on Rumble. Okay. Like guys, the video. Like the video, please, guys. And open up another tab, if you guys don't mind, on Watch It on YouTube and like the video on YouTube so we can get up in the algo over there as well. Like the video. All right. Uh, let's, get, let's go back to it. Oh, wait. What the heck? One second. What happened? <laughs> I don't know. Just glitched on me. <laughs> so the operation uh, concluded for a couple reasons. We had uh, a lot, a vast amount of evidence against our suspects, uh, physical evidence, thousands of hours of tape-recorded conversation, criminal conversations. In the end, we indicted 55 Hells Angels and Associates, Damn. and 16 of those were indicted on racketeering charges, RICO charges. Some charges were dismissed, uh, some charges were reduced. In that discovery open source process, the Hells Angels learned that the person they thought to be yeah. Jay Davis the debt collector, the gun runner, the contract killer, Jaybird, 
was actually Jay Dobbins, an ATF agent. And the threats against me and my family started stacking up. The Hells Angels held murder contracts on me. They were farmed to the Aryan Brotherhood. They were farmed to the MS-13 through the prison system. Ooh. So all these people had their fingers on a murder contract for me. My family was in jeopardy. And in the summer of 2008, my house was burned to the ground. Wow. In the process of this Hells Angels case, I abandoned and betrayed my family. I made this investigation my priority. My wife and my kids weren't. I was trying to be a great undercover agent and, and, and in the process I betrayed my own family. That's one of the things is that in this undercover role I built real human relationships. Not every second was spent in the middle of some criminal activity or doing something violent or treacherous or illegal. I spent time with members uh, writing, casually writing, not, not violently or threatening writing, shooting pool, hanging out, um, members slept at my house, I slept at members' house. There's human relationships that are built and you can never undercover out the human factor. There's, there's people you like, there's people you don't like. It's no different than any other aspect of society. That's crazy. I wrote a book, it's titled No Angel, My Harrowing Undercover Journey to the Inner Circle of the Hells Angels. Then after I did that and after I followed ATF's instructions to defend myself, they, they ultimately sued me for the, for the book. I coached high school football at the end of my career and, and into my retirement, which I got a lot of satisfaction from. Like that, that service before self, trying to uh, influence the lives of, of young men um, and teach them some football along the way. Yeah, of course they're not going to get uh, fucking Hells Angels to comment or the ATF. So, bam. There we go, guys. Um, that was a quick little, um, you know introduction into the hell's angels and yeah man that's what happens when you go undercover like that um especially as an agent they will definitely come in and uh you know they're gonna want you dead because you got a lot of their guys the fact that they indicted 55 of them is huge um they had thousands of hours of um electronic surveillance recorded conversations that's gonna get somebody jammed up you know obviously all of them probably conspiracy to you know traffic f firearms drugs a conspiracy commit murder for sure especially when they sent him to go kill those banditos that was probably a huge one they yeah. got a bunch of them indicted um you know conspiracy commit murder um <clears throat> so you know because the overt act in that case would be telling him to go get his guns and go set up at that spot and then them waiting and watching him do it that's considered an overt act my friends remember conspiracy is just an agreement between one or two people and an overt act right and one of those people that you're committing the conspiracy with can be a law enforcement officer so in that case, they they got them all all day for that one. Um, when's the next call-in show? Probably this Friday uh, will be the next call-in show. Uh, that's work with Malcolm. Myron, get LASIK eye surgery. Mo, go carnivore. You'd lose weight even on a calorie surplus. I'm down 18 pounds in a month while gaining muscle. WNG and bills. Uh, you can't you, you can't lose weight on a calorie sur surplus, bro. That's just that's just not. <laughs> By definition, you're not in a you're, yeah. You're not losing weight if you're in a calorie surplus. W spinach. Uh, yo, um, Mo, you uh, what's what's your um, updated numbers? I guess for the people, three seventy nine. Oh God, so, shit, man. Three seventy nine. We adjusted the macros. He's uh, he's back to losing uh, a bit more weight now. So. W spinach and kale, W, uh, w gorilla mine facts. Yeah. Um, w uh, calorie deficit. And uh, oh, I, I do want to also talk about uh, yo. I, I, I see a lot of y'all was showing me how to love on the Twitter, 
because uh, y'all saw the the difference in pictures. Uh, one because one of our mods he was he was like, "Yo, Mo, I was watching the early episode, the the New Year's, um, it it was like a January first, twenty twenty two, and and he saw a recent episode. I'm like, man, I, I'm looking at that old episode. I was like, bro, I don't even know who that is. That's supposed to still be me with the necklaces, you, but you I'm got like, the picture, uh, yeah." You got uh, Twitter. I'll pull it up. Yeah, yeah. Can we pull it up real quick? That picture. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that shows how I, Fat Mo used to be. Just so you guys, because a lot of you guys forget how Fat Mo actually was before when we when he first came here, man. Because some of y'all might you know be newer to Fresh and Fit, or you might have not been here when he first started, bro. This dude was huge when he first. What are the stats for a person like Mo to like be losing weight in like a like a whole year? So, how much uh, pounds should be he losing like per month? Uh, so right now we're losing what, what Mo? How, what are we losing? It's always between one or two. Per like month? one, let's say one and a half, a pound and a half per month. Oh yeah. damn! What the fuck? Yeah, that's what Mo used to look like. Yeah. God damn. God damn, bro. <laughs> damn, bro. Yo, dude, your double cheese had double cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, I got a neck, bro. Bro, I got a neck, bro. <laughs> I got a neck. Dumped I didn't even know what it means to have a. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't even know what it means to have a neck, bro. Damn. I got a neck. You can see your you can see your toes? Bro, I can actually see my toes. I can look down, bro. Yo. God. God. God damn. Bro. Yeah, man. That's good, man. God God damn. Hey, Dr. for my yeah, guy. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, you got to you got to um, you know, some sometimes, you know, you don't know how far you came until you actually like look back and you're like, "Oh shit. Okay. So now, man, that's that's great. That's great." I remember I still always think about going to these clothing stores and I had, to, I even though it's a plus size store, I used to still have to order online on their computer. I couldn't because nothing on the shelves was was, um, they weren't big enough for me. Yeah. But now I can actually go to the store and just pick out, and just leave. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, that, that's a big deal, man. Like that, that's really it, it's, that's it's, huge. Yeah. The, the, so the idea of like just. Picking out something and just walking out the store was wild to That's me. That's so cute. And it's something yeah. I'm always Aww. grateful for, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, you think to yourself like, oh, I'm just gonna go to the store and buy clothes here, and you think to yourself, you know, like that's kind of like, like there's people out there that like you're, they can't you're do going that back shit. Mo, yeah. but, like people are buying online now, and you're buying in stores. <laughs> yeah, you're most going to stores. Store. Yeah. <laughs> so you buy Mo's online. like, fuck that. I'm going to a store. It's great. Right. So yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm gonna go to the store I'm gonna take these these clothes <laughs> grab it pay for it right there and I got the clothes bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like what? Nah, that's great shit man uh, alright um, so happy so funny Gnome Billy goes about three weeks ago my 10 year old son got his first dose of misogyny he, he was outside playing in the street with his friends like we used to back in the day some little girl joined them to play uh, he came uh, in after five minutes, asked him why. He said she talks too much. Damn. Yeah, ha, 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 that's great. That's great. Masaga. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, see, even little boys are like, yo, what the fuck, man? Be quiet. Uh, anything else? No, we caught up with chat. Yeah, all right, guys. I think that'll do it, man. Um, you know, the shorter one, short and sweet today. Sorry that we didn't have an episode last week. Um, like I said, I got sick as fuck yesterday, guys. So we're going to go ahead and give y'all a, um, a Fed Reacts Next Sunday. Um, and uh, anything you guys got for the people? 
Guys, like the video, by the way. Like please. the video, like the video, like the video. Keep sending me love. Thank you for all the support. Follow me on Instagram at JBills, W Blitz in the chat. Shout out Medium Mo. <laughs> shout out Angie, W Angie, W Myron, W Overwatch. W Overwatch, oh, W. Yeah. Bro, because you know me, because I'm the best healer. Oh, I'll change the camera's mind. Myron's like, nope. Yeah, he sucks, man. <laughs> Press that button. <laughs> nope. Have you, been have you been practicing? Have you guys been practicing? I, I, I actually was just playing. Because we're going right. to stream ourselves playing, bro. Like, I, we can't be trash. I, I was I was just we playing be right trash. before I got here. Saying, we can't be um, trash as if it's I, trash. I, I did get a, I, you know, um, yeah, I was just playing. Game, though. I was just playing right before I got here. Uh, I'm trying. I'm still trying to get Baptiste, bro. I gotta get 100 matches to just though. to get Baptiste. Oh, oh, Leah, you see we? Oh, oh, oh. You have your computer next week because he's Haitian. Okay. So, um, he will teach me how to play. Yeah. Oh, we going crazy. Like a, oh, shit. we going crazy. Like a... We doing F and F girls versus boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll lose. Absolutely. Uh, guys, hope you enjoyed and, it, man. Ooh. Uh, oh, go ahead. W Gorilla Mind. Shout out oh, to Gorilla Mind, bro. We'll play some more dates. Some more dirt. We'll yeah, play some more go, dates, go, bro. Go. We love yo. You the man, bro. You off the chain, bro. Yo, Tiger I can't blood, wait. W Tiger Blood. Bro, W Tiger's Blood, bro. Oh, God. Um, and other than that, you guys can follow me at Big Mo underscore B I T W. That is B I G M O underscore B I T W. Don't forget the memo <laughs> to believe. God damn, who is that? Oh, that's me? Oh, damn. Don't forget the memo <laughs> to believe in Big Mo because well, that even from that is old picture, you guys could see how much weight he lost. Bro, right. damn. Mm -hmm. God. Damn, bro. Damn. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. I don't even That's know great, who man. that is. So well, what are we down all together here? One hundred what uh, pounds? Uh, 30. No, tw 21. 21. 121. Yeah, started at 500. Yeah. All right. Started at 500. All right. 379 now, bro. God damn, I'm not even. I, the goal, we got to get, get you down. I'm thinking to like two, two, 200. Bro, I screw yeah, it, bro. Hey, that's I, the goal. Two hundred. W spinach and cat. We finna make it happen. Yeah. And although personally, of course, I I think um I ain't gonna lie. I'm already I'm already hitting tears of joy. But let's say I get under three hundred, I'm gonna start crying tears of joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're I'm gonna, gonna start, get under three hundred for sure. But two hundred, let's get it. Screw it. Hey, yeah. we here now, bro. Yeah, on God, here bro. now, baby. Yeah, man. On God. Uh, Angie, do you have something for the people? <laughs> This remind me of the biggest loser in this like show from like Home and Health of people losing weight, like the chubby people. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> w Angie shirt. Um yeah. yeah. W Angie shirt. This is this is new merch coming, guys, new from Red Reaction. <laughs> new <laughs> merch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. This is just me. Yeah. Um, follow <laughs> He's gonna wear my shirt though. <laughs> <What>? Follow <laughs> Follow Fair Reacts on Instagram, fnfbridge at gmail.com for any like requests or anything that you guys want to send there. I'll be reading your emails. Also, don't fall for scams, guys. There is a bunch of people sending me that there's people requesting money from you guys for like courses and stuff. I send them to Fresh. Fresh said like that's all fake. Um, people signing as Myron and Fresh to say that these are like courses and stuff for you guys. That's all fake. Yeah, we got a lot of people. All posing. fake. Okay. So yeah, don't don't fall for a scam. Um, and yeah, follow Fred Reacts on on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to YouTube and follow it on Instagram. That's right. it. Cool. Uh, guys, hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back tomorrow for Money Monday, Fresh and <laughs> Fit Man. Love you guys. Peace. 
special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay guys? HSI. This is what Fed reacts covers. Defendant Jeffrey Williams and Associate Weissel did commit the felony. So here's what 6ix9ine actually got. Racketeer conspiracy. This attack shifted the whole U.S. government. This guy got arrested. Espionage, okay? Trading secrets with the Russians. John Wayne Gacy, a.k.a. the killer clown, okay? One of the most prolific serial killers of all time. Killed 33 people. Zodiac Killer is a pseudonym of an unidentified serial killer who operated in Northern California. serial killers, got they really get off on getting attention from the media. Many years, Jeffrey Epstein sexually exploited and abused dozens of minor girls at his home. It was OJ working together to get Nicole killed. We're going to go over his past, the gang ties, so that this all makes sense.